welcome back. Another episode of Post Phase. We got uh, we got Timo reporting live from the streets of London. I'm on the streets, man, getting in my ear to the to the ground, hearing what the people are saying. <laughs> what are they saying about our four and Eagles? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, hold on. Pause that. <laughs> no, this is going in. This I, is this is comedy. Okay, hi. You can settle down. I think because when the recording happened, I think it threw off my service a little bit. It's possible. I was just talking to myself, so. Okay. All right. Wait. It seems like it's okay now. Yeah, there's definitely a delay, but we're, we're working on it. Okay. No, but you, you seem okay on my end. I think it was just once you clicked record, it was thrown off. It was paused and all that good stuff. Okay. <laughs> we'll throw that right. in. But uh, yeah. Fuck it. But- Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, so live from London. All right. Uh, the streets look lovely. Um, not as lovely as our our, our uh, Philadelphia Eagles top offense, top defense. How we how you feeling after that nice win on Sunday? It was very nice. Listen, I got to tell you, a couple of weeks ago, I said we were the best team in the NFC. Can we confidently say we're the best team in the NFL right now? I, I see. mean, record-wise, but also just general eye test. Yeah, I mean, I, I know um, the, uh, every time you see something about the Eagles now, it's like everyone's like, oh, they have a pancake schedule, this and that. I'm like, yes, but, like, it's not like they're not decimating these teams. You know, it's they're like – putting up numbers like they're tops and and everything right now um so oh yeah I, I mean they're a full complete team every 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 aspect of this team is awesome minus the punching sip off yeah, special stuff. special teams is rough a little like rough I, but i mean it's just amazing it's also amazing how like we've gotten this far and it's just irrelevant how terrible our punter and returners are like, it's just – they're, like, blips on the radar. They're so bad, but we just – it doesn't matter. We just continue to just wax teams. Yeah. I got to say, this game in particular, this was the best win they've had this whole season. The last two were nice because they – for those games, were done by halftime. But this was the best game by far, I think. I think the Jaguars were the best team you played so far. It was also – you saw some grit. The team went down pretty quickly. Yeah, they were down 14 nothing. like, I think in the first quarter. Hurts made the mistake with the pick. And the defense just let the Jags march right down them. It made it look easy. Mm-hmm. But they responded, man. They went out there and responded. And i got to give a special shout-out, man. Hurts put that team on his back. There was the one sequence. It was the two quarterback dives he ran in the red zone. The one moment where he lowered his head right on the goal line with Devin Lloyd blew him up. Mm-hmm. And he just went and got that touchdown. And you needed that, especially in a game that was raining and miserable as that was. You were there so you could – lighten us on how horrible the weather was but you knew that this game was gonna be sloppy and running you weren't gonna be able to pass so if you went down by 14 or more you were gonna be in trouble because you weren't gonna be able to just pass your way out of this and Hertz went put his head down and made big play to go score that first touchdown once he made that touchdown the whole game changed the whole momentum everything changed yeah I, I was I was very impressed by our our starting quarterback went and changed our fortunes yeah, he uh, some I saw on ESPN someone described him as a uh, quarterback in the pocket, a running back in the field, which is so like, and not like a Lamar Jackson, like he's like the super no. athletic guy, and like you know could make you, you know, you can't even catch him. Hertz is like a power back, like he he will run yeah. you over. So I'm six hundred. What was he doing? Oh, yeah. Six hundred pound squats or whatever. It's a big man. 
Oh, yeah. It looks like it. Listen, man, every one of those pounds on that squad rack came in handy when he trucked Devin Lloyd on oh, that yeah. uh, touchdown. I mean, not many quarterbacks are putting their head down and going against the linebacker like that. But they absolutely needed it, too. It was it was massive. That changed the fortunes. Everything changed from there. They showed some grit, man. We, we cruised for the first three weeks, and then they had to fight back and, and win a game that that they were losing. And it looked good. It was very impressive. Yeah, it was a, it was a good test that they needed because they were cruising through. I saw that – well, first I'll, I'll point out that what you said, yes, I was at the game. It was miserable, but it was a, it was, it was a good experience. I mean, I, Nick and I went um, – Basically, we every at the end of every quarter and then halftime, we would just go into the the club level to kind of dry off because <laughs> that's how bad it was. Because it's not that it was raining; it's that the wind was just throwing the the rain the everywhere. Tell us, since you were there, you were oh, you poncho. It looked nice. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I had well, I made them, I wore jeans and they got soaked. And that's a horrible decision on your yeah, part. But I had a hoodie, and then I had a jersey on top, and then I had a raincoat, okay. which didn't work. Because somehow my hoodie got soaking wet underneath the raincoat, riddle me that. And then I had a poncho over top, and I still was soaking wet. So the rain was going in and in and out of wherever it wanted. Um, well, it, I mean, it wasn't too cold. I mean, by the fourth quarter, it took me about five minutes to type one word in a in the text message. My hands were so cold. Oh but, yeah, no, yeah, I can um, imagine those fingers weren't working. But yeah, like the Jalen Hurts run, like we couldn't, like it looked like he fumbled from our from our view, and um, I don't know. But like he, yeah, like you said, he's leading the charge, most improved player of the year, you know, top three in MVP voting right now. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, um, or odds Easily. not voting, but um, yeah, it's just an all around. But that's the thing is like it's an all around. Every game is an all around unit effort. I mean, besides special teams, but like yeah, they stick. Like offense will come to play, and then like even in the Lions game, like the defense gave up some you know points and yards at the end, but then they like held it together. Oh, they've locked down, locked down. Um, since this then. game, my God, that that uh, Bradbury jump on that throw to pick it off that it was beautiful. That excites me. <laughs> that, yeah. that, that was it was great. You know what? I, I think my, one of my other favorite parts of the game, I think the Jalen Hurts just trucking Devin Lloyd and getting that zone when you needed it. That was probably mm-hmm. my favorite part of the game. My second favorite part came in two different instances, but it covers the same thing. And I, we gave credit to Howie last week. But, like, look at the most. Slay went down. And then Bradbury played like a number one corner, went and made a massive interception like you already oh. alluded to. And then the final drive. Did you know the Jaguars had the best rush defense going into the game? They were only allowing 55 running yards, uh, rushing yards per game going yep. into this Eagles game. Yep. And the final drive, when they, they everyone knew the Eagles were going to run the ball, kill the clock, and they ran all over the Jaguars, killed the clock completely, won the game, and they did it with two backup offensive linemen when Mulata and Samala were out. Yep. Like, you just ran all over the number one rush defense when they knew you were going to run the ball, missing half your line, and it looked easy. Like, just the depth on this team, man. Like, if the injuries will happen, we had a few this week, but nothing serious. I like, the depth is there. They just they rolled with it. Driscoll played really nice at left tackle. Um, you know, uh, who was it? A Peta, I think, came in for a little bit. You know, he had his moments. Yeah. Bradbury's no slouch, but he played like a number one corner, you know, when he needed to because Slay was out. All in all, terrific game. And then, I mean, Reddick, again, now that he's not in coverage anymore, came with a huge strip sack. Just everything, all the additions are coming together beautifully. It's it's so nice. Yeah, it's it's hard to find any faults with this team. Um, but yeah, they're 
they're playing really well. I mean, even like if you look at like the stats, I mean, it's only four games, but like it's still pretty impressive. I mean, we have um, a bunch of players that are in the top fives of like numbers, right? We got Jalen is fifth in passing. Never would have predicted that. Uh, Miles Sanders is third in rushing. His buddy Saquon, both Penn State boys, number one. Mm. Um, AJ Brown is third behind Hill and Diggs in receiving yards. Oh, he's cards. so good. He, I, I love watching him play football. He's just like there is no answer for him for opposing defenses. He's too good. Yeah. Um, and then we have, I mean, Hassan Reddick's I think in the top twelve or top ten for sacks, and then Darius Slay is tied for fifth in interceptions. So like everyone is is putting out numbers everyone is putting in effort and performing on the field so it's just everything's coming together and it's you know i mean this, you hope it doesn't get beautiful. derailed but it's it's looking good <laughs> listen the offense is clicking they run the ball well they pass yeah. the ball well their their skill players are stepping up their quarterback looks awesome the defense is stout they just i mean they they sacked Wentz nine times and then i mean lawrence fumbled a couple by himself but like mm-hmm. they had six turnovers or five turnovers or whatever it was the depth is there. Like the only thing we can criticize is the punter stinks. And like, if that's the only thing you're criticizing, like this team is going to be very good. Yeah. Um, and I posted earlier. So Hassan Reddick did win NFC defensive player of the week. So that, that puts the Eagles at four straight weeks of a player of the week. So we had Zach McPherson special teams player of the week. Then we had Slay, then Graham. And these are all defensive guys too. Slay yeah. week two, Graham week three. For like what he had three sacks on once or two and a half and a fumble yeah and then uh reddick with his two sacks two strips two both were strip sacks i believe yeah oh lawrence was just giving the ball away i mean oh, yeah. i know it was wet it was oh, wet yeah geez, hold on to the ball yeah another so going off that we should just make weekly predictions on who's going to be the player of the week um <laughs> from now going on I, I i think i honestly you know what i think it's time i'm gonna go next week i gotta say aj brown offense player of the week next year next week i think they get in a shootout with the cardinals and i think he comes up big and puts up some points and some stats next week yeah i can see that because i'm i'm i am worried going to that game um this, the cardinals are very slow in the first half and the eagles have I, I'm pretty sure it's an NFL record for the f- most points scored in four in the first four weeks in the second quarter. They have like 88 points in the second quarter. It's insane. Yeah, they do come um, out hot. Yeah. Uh, so I, my my prediction is that Eagles will come out with like a strong like like a 17-3 lead at half. Let the Cardinals creep back in because Kyler does his best work when he's you know panicked um, and running around the field like a madman. So. I know. I, this, I feel like the Cardinals game will go down a wire, so it'll be another good test of how they hold a lead or how they're able to withstand, you know, a, a juggernaut offense, even without, you know, DeAndre Hopkins. But um, And the, the Ertz is back, so it's three straight weeks of uh, returning players. A lot, of, a lot of returns there. Now, listen, hey, Howie has got to feel the greatest. The t- team looks great, and he just went and beat Doug and Carson and looked pretty good doing it, so – uh, I know he's on on his shit probably right now. He's probably feeling euphoric, but things are looking pretty good. And I'll shout out to Dougie P because that team, the Jaguars, look pretty good. I mean, they made a lot of rookie mistakes. They had like six drop passes, all the turnovers, a um, bunch of penalties. But, I mean, they, they look good. Dougie's got him going in the right direction for sure. Yeah, and and my thing uh, looking at some of the numbers too is like I know people are saying it was a you know, weak schedule, but, I mean, 
you look at the Lions somehow are like the number one offense in the league, right? They're scoring points like yes. crazy. The Vikings have a very good offense, and they're now three and one, only losing to us. Um, yeah. The Washington is hit and miss, but they definitely have top playmakers. And then the Jags yeah. are a young, fast team with a good quarterback. But even with all that, Eagles defense has been holding holding up well. They are actually uh, first in sacks after we were bitching about the pass rush. I mean, the Wentz game helped, but. I mean, um, Reddick not playing coverage anymore is good. That's true. Uh, we're tied for first in takeaways, third in okay. yards allowed per game, and yeah. tenth in points allowed. So, I'm, pretty good. I mean, besides like three or four series against the Lions where they forgot how to tackle, yeah, they've looked like the best defense by far. Yeah, probably since Super Bowl. I think Super Bowl we yeah. were right, the number three defense, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so yeah, so. But beyond the birds, to come, man, we're rolling. We're rolling. The last un- last undefeated team in the league. I mean, I don't remember the last time the Eagles were the last team, you know, undefeated it's, team in the league. So. Might, might have been before our our birth. So <laughs> it's gonna be. You know, I'm not gonna lie. It's, eventually, they will lose. It's gonna feel Maybe. weird when that happens because I'm just living on cloud nine because they've exceeded all my expectations. We look awesome. And it's season that, like, you you had doubt. You know, they knew the team was there. They had a great offseason, but you had some doubts. You weren't sure. You didn't probably pencil him in as a Super Bowl contender going in. And now in three or four weeks, you can lock it in. This team is going to be a contender the whole season. Yeah. And, I mean, the Jazz, I think it was I think it was the Cardinals last year. We're, like, 7-0, and and then they obviously fell. Um, yeah, but that's a train wreck of the team. They, you know. That, yeah. That's, so, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But, um, yeah, there were other games. So, just quickly going through those. Um, we had Thursday Bengals took care of the Dolphins. Tua should probably retire at this point. Yeah, uh, bad, bad week uh, for the NFL. Yeah, that concussion, six. that concussion looked bad because it looked like his hand seized up or something. And yeah, it was yeah, that was one of the look. more ugly ones. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I wanted to ask your opinion on this because it's kind of disturbing the society we live in, where like we love car crashes and seeing people's gory images, and we love you know I mean, I don't violence and all this. Yeah, I. I was like, man, this is – I know they do this every single game and every NFL game, and they've done it for years where they, like, replay slow motion injuries. But I had no business seeing that that hand of Tua's on that field. That was – that yeah. really made my stomach that, turn. That's, that's one of those you got to, I feel like, cut that. It's uh, – saw, saw it once, you know, that's that's enough for me. It's uh, it's, it's uncomfortable. Yes. It's, tough, yeah. tough week. Roger was at that game too. Tough week for him because even – I don't know if you saw the Tampa game where Cameron Braid looked like he got his clock ring yeah and i mean not only did they not whistle him down or have an injury timeout they like let him stagger off the field i think they got a 12-man penalty and then he like went back out a couple more plays later so just not a not a great week in that discussion i think that's the leading topic right now in the nfl which is never good yeah um anyways we had uh the london game vikings beat the saints on a Field goal that went off the uh, uprights and missed for the Saints. So double doink, man. That was a stressful one. A lot of NFL fans this week. I can confirm. Oh, that's cool. And we got another one this weekend. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Giants, right? Correct. Giants and Packers, baby. Oh, okay. Um, shootout of the of the week was the Seattle Seahawks and the Detroit Lions. I, you couldn't have bet money on that. Um, forty shots, forty-eight to forty-five, and the the crazy thing is the Seahawks built a huge lead, and the Lions just kept coming back. And I was like, "Who are these teams?" The Lions were missing so many offensive players, and like it didn't matter. They just put up so many points. It's actually ridiculous. I saw a tweet. I forget who it was, 
It was like if the Lions were a bad defense, they'd be three and one right now. The defense they're playing right now is just like uh, I think it's the worst defense I've ever seen. Like, yeah. It's just ridiculous. It's kind of weird because I feel like every year we go through a phase where we're like, that's the worst defense we've ever seen. Like two years ago, or like three years ago was Seattle. Then like two years ago was Dallas. I forget who it was last year. Now it's the Lions, and it's like I don't know. The Lions are really I this this is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, how many points? Well, how many points have they given up so far this season? They've got to be averaging like thirty five. The, the most by far. Hour. Yeah, yeah, it's it's insane. Um, Zach Wilson returned and led the Jets to a late comeback victory over the Steelers. And boy, it looks like uh, Mike Tom's gonna have his first losing season because the Steelers' next like the Steelers' next five games are all like juggernaut teams, so they're they're about to get walloped. Hey, without uh, Kenny Pickett start now, so oh, woohoo! <laughs> things are changing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Giants beat the Bears, uh, twenty to twelve. Somehow they're three and one. Um, Saquon's looking good though. Saquon Titans, is looking good. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor, however, I think is out for this next game. But the Titans beat the Colts twenty four seventeen. A good game from Derrick Henry. Um, Chargers beat the Texans thirty four twenty four. I'm telling you, these Texans are weird. Like they're they're they hang in these games somehow. Uh, they they got something going on over there. But I don't know. If they, if that game was a uh, beat down and then they put up some garbage time stuff. The the Texas thing. Well, at least they don't lay down and die. So, yeah. Um, Falcons are probably one of the most perplexing teams because they, they seem like they suck, but then they store in every game. Um, they beat the Browns 23 uh, 20. Cowboys, their defense unfortunately looks pretty legit. Um, they beat the Commanders 25 to 10. They are also 3 and 1. Somehow with Cooper Rush, that that shit's mind boggling. But uh, really, yeah. Eagles beat the Jags, obviously twenty nine twenty one. The Bills beat the Ravens, and they were down what twenty to three. That was a great comeback. That was uh, that was a, that was a weird game. Obviously, Marcus Peters was ripping John Harbaugh a new one, and I, I think he deserved it. To be honest, it was uh, pretty ugly. The the decision making there. Yeah. Um, Cardinals sign on to beat the Panthers twenty six to sixteen. Um, Raiders get their first win of the season, beating the Broncos thirty two to twenty three. Uh, let's see the pack. The Packers needed. All 10 minutes of overtime to beat the third strain quarterback of the Patriots. Um, so that's a little concerning, but they, they won. Um, the Chiefs absolutely decimated the Buccaneers. 41 to 31 is not an accurate depiction of that game. Like it wasn't close. Um, yeah. That was, it was very impressive. And then the, another strange one the Niners just manhandled the Rams. Stafford looks like he couldn't do anything, couldn't. Find any receiver who wasn't named Cooper Cup, and the uh, Niners just hold on to to win. So that now, is. What, uh, I gotta. What I mean, what happened to Allen Robinson? Like I, I'm just confused by this guy. I feel like for years we were talking about how Allen Robinson is a top ten wide receiver. He's awesome. He's this. He's that. But he plays for the Bears. He's got Mitch Trubisky, Justin Fields, Matt Nagy, <laughs> this, this, and that. And then it goes to like literally the best offense in football. And they get rid of Robert Woods. They get rid of Odell, where he, you know, he walks. And Al Robinson has done nothing. Like he's irrelevant. They're gonna throw the ball eighty times to Cooper Cup instead of throwing the ball five times to Al Robinson. I, I just don't understand how little of an impact he's making. 
it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, they need to they need to start putting up some uh, wanted posters in the locker room, see if they can find them. But it, like, like McVay is a great coach. You figure he would find a way to get Allen Robinson like I don't know five catches a game, maybe. Like we're not asking for too much. That's true. Um, all right, Timothy, do you have your your studs and does this week in the streets of London? Of course I do. I of course. Okay. So obviously we're still high. I mean, I've been happier this past month than I have all the other eleven months of this year so far. Well, except for um, August. And, well, yeah, that that was a good time too. But this, <laughs> this rivaling it. So, got a theme this year, this week on the studs list. We are going all single position. So we have all running backs this week. Oh, running okay. backs came out big. Every, everyone says the running backs have no value. And we got a couple of, I wouldn't even say they're elite running backs. They were like middling tier, average guys, okay guys. And they came out bald and were big parts. So let's kick it off with a guy that was part of the highest scoring game by far this, uh, this year. And one that was just kind of shocking. Um, and a team that's kind of shocking. I mean, I don't think anyone saw this coming from the, the Seahawks at all. But mm-hmm. my man, Rashad Penny. Went for 17 carries, 151 yards, 8.9 average, which is just ridiculous. Two touchdowns, uh, and, you know, hell, he even had six yards uh, receiving as well. Astronomical numbers, just ridiculous. The 8.9 yards per carry is just insane. He's my number three stud because I think I could run for 100 yards against the Lions defense, um, but take nothing away. He's, he's been balling, especially this year. Him and Gino have been the surprise tandem no one saw coming. Yeah. Moving on to uh, another running back who I think has been, you know, a little iffy. No one knew what he was doing. I think there was rumors he was going to get traded. There was times that he was going to get cut. You know, he played the last preseason game, which everyone was confused by. Um, I think a lot of people have talked about this passing game, especially when they brought a new coach, traded for arguably the best wide receiver in football. But it was the running game that came out big, especially against a division rival and a win they had absolutely needed. So they got their lead, their bell carry, uh, bell cat running back, 28 carries, 144 yards, two tutties, mm. and he threw in 31 yards receiving. In a game they absolutely needed, and he stepped up big time. So we're going with Josh Jacobs Ooh. as the second stud. Beautiful. Yeah, no, listen, running backs came out big and came out to play this week. Next one, our number one stud of the week. And I say maybe I'm a little bit of a homer. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I'm giving him extra points because he did it against the number one rush defense going into the game. Oh. Maybe I'm giving him extra points because it was just a sloppy, rainy mess, as you confirmed. You know, you took you five minutes to tweet something, and he still managed to just run all over this team when everyone knew they were going to run the ball. True. With two, two offensive linemen getting hurt. So we're going to go with Miles Sanders. Ooh, it looks uh, like he's just having a resurgence. 27 yes. carries, 134 yards, two tutties, and he, averaged, and he had 22 yards receiving. All three of these running backs balled out today, but obviously I always give the tiebreaker to the Eagle. And Miles Sanders, I think a uh, hat tip to him for this entire season because I think people were ready to get rid of him and move on from um, him, and now he's starting to change some minds. So Miles Sanders my number one stud this week. Love to see it. Moving on to the duds, the favorite part of the week for Dakota. So we're going to with the running back theme because we're going to start out with the first two as running backs as well. So my first stud, I've got to say, is I think up there with one of the biggest shockers this season, how poorly he's played. I think he was the number one fan, uh, player in every fantasy draft. He was coming off arguably one of the best seasons we've seen from a running back quite some time, maybe you know besides Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. But he is 
completely irrelevant every single game this season and followed it up with a disgusting 20 carries for 42 yards. <laughs> like a two-yard average. Like, Jesus, that is just horrendous. I think all three of the studs I had on my list had runs of 42 yards or more. Jonathan Taylor had 42 yards in a game. And they really needed a win. This team looks like a mess. The Colts, I think me and you were both high on them. They look like disasters. They look like they, they're trapped at the top. Yeah, they look better with a win somehow. I mean, he Jonathan Taylor, just just to make it laugh, like he had one reception for one yard. Like, it, there's nothing. I just can't do anything. So my number three dodge is Jonathan Taylor. Damn, that hurts for you to say, doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit. That's all right. I traded him on my fantasy teams. So we're starting to, you know, you traded stock. him. Oh my god! Listen, you know, he's really let me down now, and I think the Colts are a terrible team. I'm starting to turn my tide to the Colts stink. Okay. Moving on to another running back. This running back, who I can't imagine that his team is too thrilled about his poor performance so far, because. Now they just lost their lead runner to a torn ACL and have to rely on this guy quite a bit going forward. The offense kind of looks like it's in shambles. That guy only had three carries for eight yards. You're probably like, damn, why are you ripping on a guy so bad if you only had three carries? You know, He also had two fumbles, bringing his total to four fumbles on the season. Oof. He only had four games fumble per game, let alone two fumbles in a game they lost to a division rival. Oh, it's not a good performance. He had zero receptions. One target. I mean, you only got three carries because once you fumble twice, I mean, you're not getting the ball again. But unfortunately, now that Javante Williams is hurt, they're going to have to give Melvin Gordon the ball. So my number second dud is Melvin Gordon, who just can't hold on to the ball. Huh. Moving on to our number one dud. Speaking about a guy who can't hold on to the ball. I mean, the only person, you know, with more butterfingers than Melvin Gordon this week was my number one dud, who fumbled the ball somehow four times, mm. also threw an interception, having mm. five turnovers. I know he played through a monsoon, but my God, man, hold on to the ball. And fun little fact, this is the second week in a row that the opposing quarterback, the Eagles, is my number one dud. So going for 11-23, 174, <laughs> two pick and four fumbles, we have Mr. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, he was... He was handing them out. Uh, I just, there was like three of them that he, I, like two of those fumbles, he didn't even get touched. He just dropped the ball. It was just painful, painful. I mean, I was thrilled watching it, but that was painful in some of those. It was like, dude, just, I feel bad for you. But yeah, that's our, and we'll see. Maybe Kyler keeps this trend going of, number, of opposing quarterbacks, uh, number one dud. So that's what we got this week. Damn. Maybe we'll have a Kyler Murray's dud number one next week if the Eagles defense it, plays well again. It would make me so happy because he seems like a jerk. <laughs> he's like a player that he just wants to play Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, like he's like doesn't seem like he actually cares about football or like doing the work that he needs to, but also through a hissy fit in the second year to get a contract that I got to be honest, I think is going to look pretty rough in a couple of years for that team. righty. so moving on to our too much whiz segment now you mentioned the seahawks a little earlier with uh, rashad penny um so so my question to you too much whiz geno smith comeback player of the year in his 11th season oh i'm gonna say too much whiz just because I, I don't think Geno Smith is going to keep this up. I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> shocked by how well he's playing. 
I, it was a real, I was splitting hairs on either Rashad Penny or Geona Smith as my uh, stud list, but I, I can't imagine he's going to keep this up right now. He's the comeback player of the year. I don't, I don't have anyone else that's even close in mind mm-hmm. that could um, challenge him, but I, I, I can't imagine he keeps this going. So I'm going to say too much whiz. Okay. Next, uh, as you pointed out, the uh, Melvin Gordon was a, was a lovely dud on this list. Oh, yeah. And uh, his team lost to the Raiders. Now the Raiders were in a bit of desperation mode, but the Broncos have not looked good really at any point. Uh, I mean, all. Russ, Russ no. probably had his better game so far, but it still wasn't great. It's only saying much. So, too much whiz. The Broncos need to fire their head coach in order to make a playoff run. Oh, too much whiz. You're not, you're not firing the guy in his first season. Yeah, it's I mean, it's pretty bad. I, I get that, but it's a brand new coach, brand new quarterback. You got to give him a couple games to like sort this out. I, I listen. I'm not going to make any defense. Like Russell's look terrible. Um, or no, I'm sorry. Who? Yeah, oh yeah. Well, Hackett. You know, I, I mean, I'm not really sold on Hackett. I'm still convinced if Ro- Rogers was staying with Green Bay and everyone knew that Hackett doesn't get that job. But what are you going to do? Um, but I, I, it's his first season. There's no way they fire him. Um, mm. That would just be tragic. All right, fair, fair. And finally, we're we're gonna venture out into the uh, the uh, what do you call it paparazzi a little bit here. Okay. Too much whiz. Tom Brady's recent reports of a divorce are because instead of staying retired and spending time with his family, he decided to choose football over them. Yeah, I mean, that's a very weird one. That is yeah. a weird one playing out. I did not see that happening. It's very interesting to see Brady have any negative things happen to him. Like, he's been married to a supermodel for a decade. Mm-hmm. He's got seven Super Bowl rings. Years, like, yeah. like, he's the greatest quarterback player ever. Like, he does his TV 12 thing. Like, he's super healthy, never gets hurt, never does anything bad. But now he's kind of – he seems like he's struggling a little bit. I think it's all. I find it also hilarious that Cole Beasley retired after I guess two weeks with the Buccaneers because he wanted to be with his family. I didn't even see which that. Which is just amazing. <laughs> I mean, good for Cole Beasley. I mean, he probably made like I don't know, like two hundred thousand dollars in two games. Must you know, be two nice. game checks. Yeah. So I mean, listen, that's not bad. Let's be like, oh, Lahan, I'm gonna just take two weeks real fast, go play for the Buccaneers. I'll be back in three weeks. You know, tell the kids I love them. Um, tell like, the yeah, kids I, I love them. <laughs> I think that's very interesting. I have to think that the football thing probably did um, piss Giselle off a little bit, especially because he retired and then unretired. Mm. I mean, I'm not much of a marriage counselor here, but um, I will say, I think in the in a weird way, I don't think anyone's talking about this. I think that the fact that he's now getting divorced from Giselle guarantees he's getting he's retiring next season. That, I yeah. mean, Tom Brady's single. He's already got the Fox announcer job. This guy's just going to travel around the country making a boatload of money, being Tom Brady, and probably, man, he's going to be, wait until you see the pictures of him at all the college bars. He's going to be the Urban Meyer. He's yeah. just going to be taking pictures of college bars, just traveling from city to city, calling games, being Tom Brady, being single, loving his life. Um, but I think the thrill of being single and Tom Brady is ultimately going to make him retire. It's not the, you know, the supermodel wife, but I think the, the prospects of being a single man guarantees he retires retired bachelor tom brady what a weird phrase listen i mean the guy could be doing worse with his life oh yes so all right well that rounds up our you know individual segments there and so we'll get right into our power rankings all right so 
little bit of uh, movement and uh, in our power rankings. And as exciting as I was last week to say the Eagles were in top three, I'm even more excited to say that your Philadelphia Eagles are the number one team in our power rankings. Baby, let's go. Never thought we would see the day, at least not not you know the next couple years. But uh, it's it's a nice feeling. Let's hope they they keep this consistency up. I mean, they're we already talked on it, but this team's they're motivated. Jalen's a great leader. Um, what was his quote? Rain, sleet, or snow, the Eagles go. Something like that. So he's got them fired up. They're they're all trusting in the process. So. Oh, this is this this team's just top to bottom. So I I was listening to Sirianni was on uh, Pat McAfee's show, mm. and like Sirianni's like the perfect mix, and he even like the best. I, I love Sirianni for this. Is like I feel like when he knows that he's being corny, or like when people are making fun of him or anything, or like joking about him, like he just owns it and like just moves on, like has no issue. Like the dude is him. There is no he's there's no doubt who he is. He is Nick Sirianni, and like. He did mention, too, he's like, you know, I'm me. I have to be me. Like, I'm going to be this, like, everyday t- turnover T-shirt, you know, rock, paper, scissors, shoot, dog mentality, all that. But he's like, you know, it's also great that I have four players, like, on the defensive and offensive line with Lane, Kelsey, Cox, and Graham, who, like, been there for a decade. They're amazing leaders, no nonsense, like, lead this to the locker room. And they, like, filter through, like, the comedy. Like, you know, when the teams, like, my, you know, when players are clowning them or, like, the media's laughing, you know, laughing about the dog mentality or whatever. They like just filter out Nick Sirianni and just take on his mentality, but just bring it to the locker room. It's great. I mean, like they, you have like separate coaches, like he and he's just open about that. It's just amazing. Yeah, he's funny. To, he's definitely funny to listen to. But uh, oh, he's hilarious. Love the passion. Love the passion. Yeah. Number two, we have uh, after a nice comeback against a good team in the Ravens, the Buffalo Bills. Um, I would argue our top three. Um, power ranking teams all have the top three MVP runners right now. Um, yeah, we have Hertz, Allen, and then coming at number three, we have the Kansas City Chiefs. Pat Mahomes was put on a clinic for how to just ball out against uh, the Buccaneers, pulled out the, all the magic tricks. I don't know if you saw the one where he was uh, towards the end zone, did a little spinorama, and just yeah, the just little fucking flip. shoveled that. I was like, how? This man is not from Earth. Just like yeah, Derrick Henry isn't. <laughs> this guy's not either. They're so good. I mean, I said it when they traded Tyree Kill. Like, you knew he wanted a new contract, and you couldn't afford to pay him thirty million a year, especially when you have a forty-five million a year quarterback. Like, mm. the reason you have forty-five million quarterback is because he doesn't need Tyree Kill to like ball out, and he's just kind of proving that every single week now. Yeah. Um, didn't have a strong showing, but they're winning. Um tied i think they're tied for first place in their division uh green bay packers they're a little higher than maybe they should be but that's just because that's you know to the packers that defense is coming along they'll be they'll be good um number five we have the dolphins uh, now we'll see what happens with tua see if that really i mean teddy bird draws serviceable uh backup he's started in this league so we'll see what, where they go Number six, we have the Ravens. Man, they could be so good if they figured out that defense, which is weird to say for a Baltimore team, but they need a, a Ray they, Lewis pep talk or something. They need to fire that defense coordinator. I don't even know what his name is, but they need to fire him. I The, the, the decisions they make is just – I don't understand them. Yeah. Um, 
So then at number seven, we have the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Um, really surprised with how they played against the Rams. Debo, you know, I may have given him some some shit in my top ten, but yeah. he's an athlete. He, he makes even Jalen Ramsey miss, so. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of used to this. Like, I could just keep this uh, recording for every time that you shit on a player and they go out and ball out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyways, um, Buccaneers are definitely hurting, but they're they're slowly getting healthier. Mike Evans' back was huge for them, even though they got slaughtered by KC. But it was a good showing from him and, and Brady to connect again. They come in at number eight. Number nine, we have the Rams, who I feel like they're just beating themselves at this point. They're just not executing, not doing things correctly, and – the defense is getting exposed and Stafford can't find any receivers besides Cooper cup and the lines not very good right now. So they're all that said, they're still a top team, but they need to get stuff figured out. Um, yeah. I, I think they're floating on reputation right now. Yeah. They're and then really bad. Number 10, you can make an argument for, uh, for a couple teams, but just based on, you know, the, who they've been and, uh, they're three and one, the Minnesota Vikings, um, that, that offense will come to play. The defense is pretty porous in the past. Um, they're allowing a lot of yards to the air, but you know, they're, they're making plays when they need to. So, and that is our top 10. So without further ado, we can go into our game picks. Now we do have, um, Tim, I got to say, we're not doing last year. We were like, you know, slaughtering the guest picker. This year's not looking too good. Where they're they're keeping pace with us. Even I'm having yeah, yeah, that yeah. bad bad go of things. So, you know what? I think it's I'm getting too caught up in how good the Eagles are. So my whole daily <laughs> life is kind of struggling because I'm just so like joyous and euphoric and just thinking about the Eagles all the time now. Oh, that's yeah. That's um, what it is. So it's, it's kind of maybe that's what it is. You know, my mind is uh, drifted elsewhere. So all right, let's okay. get it. I'm I'm feeling a big week. All right. So, um, like I was saying, we have a. Our guest picker this week is Alex, a.k.a. Acor. He did not give me his picks in time, so he will be posted but will not be part of the episode. But Thursday, we have the Indianapolis Colts at the Denver Broncos. Tim, as usual, you go first. Who are you liking? I mean, I just said I think the Colts are a terrible team and then the season's going to fall apart and their star running backs hurt. So I'd be a real moron if I would take the Colts in Denver. So I'm going to go with the Broncos. All right, Broncos. Part of me, man, part of me wants to say that the Colts are going to figure something out, but part of me also believes that that's a fucking lie. So I'll go Denver. First game, Sunday morning, 9, 9 o'clock, 9.30, over in London. Giants at the Green Bay Packers. I'm not going to think too much about this one. I will take the Green Bay Packers. Um I think you're not buying the the Giants at three and one. I think Saquon will will have a good game, but um, I think this will either this is what's going to happen. I'll tell you, the Giants are either going to play well, and we'll have to start taking them seriously, or the Packers are going to just destroy them and expose them for the frauds they are. Now, I don't think it's also going to be that accurate because I don't know who is even playing quarterback for the Giants because I'm pretty sure Jones is out and Tyrod had a concussion, so. Not much yeah. to wear. Saquon I, might be doing wildcat the whole time. Who knows? Yeah. To be fair, I, I was thinking like this could be a sneaky upset, but then I forgot that you know they have mystery quarterback this week. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, listen, I'll, I'll I'll keep the arm loose because they might need someone that understands the rules of American football in England over here, but take a couple snaps. So I'll see how that goes. 
Um, but yeah, I think I think this is the matchup of frauds. I think the Packers and Giants are both frauds. They're both three and one, but I'll take the Packers. Okay. Um, both frauds. I got next is Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Who are you liking? Uh, the Bills, obviously. The They're going to ruin Kenny Beckett. <laughs> Kenny Pickett, poor guy, has to start his first week against the Bills. They're going to ruin him. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to uh, to go f- go so well um, for them. So, yeah, I will take um, Buffalo as well. Next game, Chargers at Cleveland, the Browns. Um, yeah, no, I quarterback is still not great play there. Uh, I know they're getting Miles um, Garrett back, but I'll take the Chargers here. They need this to get back on track. So. The Chargers are a very weird team so far. They are. I, I feel like they're a bunch of good names, and they, you know, they play very inconsistent. They have great games. They have bad games. I'm going to take the Browns. I think they're going to run all over them. That Chargers defense missing a couple players, and they're not a strong run defense. Uh, so I think Cleveland wins this one. Okay. Um. Let's see. Next game we have Chicago at Minnesota. Ooh. What did you always say about the the Vikings? Uh, was I wrong? What, did you see that Saints game? I was I wrong? I mean, I missed half of it because uh, I was sleeping, but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, another team that I think is a fraud. Somehow the Bears are two and two. I, I don't, I don't know when they got these two wins, but they're somehow garbage. They're two and two. Justin Fields looks yeah. terrible. I'm taking the Vikings, um, yeah. who surprisingly are three and one after they got their ass kicked by the Eagles. Yeah, and they beat Packers Week One, so they're legit. Yeah. Next game we have Detroit at New England. Man, I feel bad for the Lions, so I'm going to just take them out of pity um, to beat the Patriots. Patriots look pretty bad and probably are going to be on their third-string quarterback again. Um, we have Craig Reynolds, Kutztown alum, plays for Detroit, had a couple carries last game. So, Look at you. Yeah. Um, you know what? I mean, third-string quarterback or not, I mean, the Lions defense is so bad, I think any third-string quarterback could probably score 40 points. Um, I can't imagine this Detroit Lions offense is going to go berserk against a Belichick defense. So I'm <laughs> going to take the Patriots. Plus, they're wearing those uh, Patriot Pat throwbacks. I think teams always play better in their throwbacks. So I'll give them the throwback edge. Fair enough. Um, <clears throat> next game is uh, we got a lot of like close level competition this week. We got Seattle at New Orleans. Be liking. <laughs> Well, the Saints are terrible, and we currently <laughs> have a top five pick because they're terrible. Mm. I don't think they're going to get better. Um, so I'm going to take the Seahawks, who are one of the surprise teams of the year. I think they're going to keep it rolling. So I'll take the Seahawks. Yeah, I also penciled in Seahawks for this one. Um, I just, like you said, I think New Orleans is kind of offensively in shambles. Kamara is still questionable. So who knows? <clears throat> Next game, Miami at the Jets. No Tua or Tua. I mean, he's not going to play, but um, I'll take Miami here. I, the, the Jets, they're like sneaky. I don't know, but I'll, I'll stick with Miami here. Yeah, they're still the Jets. Miami's got 10 days off. I mean, Teddy's That's also not true, back yeah. They have so many weapons. They'll be fine. I'm taking the Dolphins. All right. Next game, we have Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Uh, normally, I think that this could be a trap game, but the way Tampa's been playing lately, they definitely need this win, so – Lean towards Tampa there. 
I mean, Tom Brady's personal life is in the news. I've never gone through a divorce, but I can't imagine it's very fun. So I think Tom Brady's going to go out and probably just vent all of his frustration out on Atlanta. So <laughs> we're going to take the Buccaneers. Sounds good. <clears throat> uh, next game, Tennessee at Washington. So, oof. Oof. There are some ugly games this week. Yeah, it's, it's looking pretty rough. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Neither of those teams are very good. I mean, I'll take Washington because I think their defense is pretty solid. Carson Wentz just can't do much. Okay. Um, but I'll take the commanders. All right. Well, then I will do the, uh, the opposite. I'll take the Titans. I think, I think Henry will struggle a little bit against the, this run defense, but I think he'll, he'll find something to do. Although I did see that the, all Titans receivers, Titans receiving yards combined is only like what twenty yards more than AJ Brown right now, which is uh, yeah. that's pretty. They're uh, pretty bad. I mean, Derrick Henry had a better game this week, but their yeah. offense in total has been pretty rough. Yeah, yeah. But uh, another another fun one for you. We got Houston at Jacksonville. Um, I think Houston is just going to be this team that every week could possibly upset anyone, but they're just going to falter anyways. And Jacksonville. Think was embarrassed and they'll want to have a nice comeback win so i'll take jacksonville yeah i mean the eagles smacked the jaguars but i mean they've done it to every team they've played so far pretty much yeah. uh, minus the lions i guess um so i think that dougie's gonna get them back uh, the Texans stink i'll take the jaguars all right next game san francisco at carolina you know what? There's two teams that are making me look really bad. The Colts, we've always talked about, the Panthers side. <laughs> I don't know what really you were letting me down. I don't know what you. Were I thought like I thought we'd get bad. the Baker revenge tour. Man, Baker no. looks horrendous. Baker sucks. <laughs> yeah, the Niners. The Niners are gonna make Baker's life miserable. That yeah. defense is like yeah. yeah. They're gonna yeah, they're destroy scary. him. Yeah. Next is uh. Dallas Cowboys, who have somehow not lost without Dak Prescott against the LA Rams. I got to think the Rams just expose Cooper Rush for being a fraud. So I'm taking LA. Yeah, I mean, it's a big matchup. Obviously, I think it's on national TV, that Probably. four o'clock window. The Rams have to step up. They have, like, they know the pressure's on them. They have so much talent. They need to step up, which I think they can do. Um, I'll, I'll take LA. All right. And then, uh, game of the week, obviously Eagles at the Cardinals. Um, you have the honors to pick first. Uh, this one's easy. The Eagles are the best team in football. I'm not picking <laughs> against them until they lose. Fair enough. Go birds. I, yep. Go birds. That's my pick as well. Sunday night, <clears throat> Cincinnati at Baltimore. I'm actually, I think Baltimore, I mean, <clears throat> I think Baltimore's defense is going to get them in trouble. I'm going to take um, Cincinnati here. I was thinking the same thing. Long week off for the Bengals. The Ravens just they, – they seem like they got a lot of issues. Um, coaches versus players. That defense is horrendous. I'll take the Bengals. All right. And then uh, Monday night, the Kansas City Chiefs played the Las Vegas Raiders in KC. Uh, who you got? Um, I want the Raiders to do better. I had them a little higher than what they've been going in the season. They got a big win, but the Chiefs look elite. So we're going to take the Chiefs. Yeah, statistically, um, I think I'm I've correctly picked every time the Raiders upset the Chiefs. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use that as this game. 
And uh, I think Raiders uh, have a little, small little amount of momentum. Um, and I think maybe KC comes out a little sluggish and the Raiders uh, put on a good performance. So I'll take Las Vegas. Fair enough. All right. And so that is our uh, picks of the week. Tim, go inside, get some nice uh, hot cocoa or whiskey or something to warm up and uh, go birds. Go birds, baby. All right. I'll talk to you. I'll catch you. Peace out.